Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hard Ground Homies podcast where we discuss this week's headlines from the football world. So let's kick the show off. Brentford start off life in the Premier League with a statement win over Arsenal. Have they got what it takes to become a mainstay in the Premier League? Is Mikel Arteta's stay at Arsenal going to be cut short? Manchester United, Chelsea, Liverpool start off their campaign with strong wins and they look like they're ready to challenge for the title this season. Spurs shock the world with a surprise victory over Manchester City on their opening fixture. Can they be a surprise contender for the top 4 this season? Bengaluru FC start their AFC campaign with a loss to ADK Mohan Bagan. Will they be able to pull themselves back from the group stage and advance to the next round? So the Premier League returned this weekend and boy was I excited for it. What about you Prani? Yeah, I was so excited for it too. It was so worth the wait though. The game week was so satisfying. Yeah, I mean it was totally worth staying up until midnight to watch the first fixture. and especially more so because arsenal lost <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly and yeah i mean it's good to have the premier league back it was well worth the hype this time around so we start off this episode with the first match in the premier league brentford versus arsenal it ended in a shock result to be honest um, brentford winning 2-0 over arsenal at home what do you think about the result i mean uh, arsenal didn't look good yeah but um, They, were, they didn't have their two main players, I guess, with the uh, absence of Aubameyang and uh, Lacazette, the, which, which could have been a factor. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aubameyang and Lacazette out with illnesses yeah. right before the first fixture, you know, very suspicious to be honest. Not having your captain for the ga- opening game week is a bummer according to me. That's true. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like when they were down at half-time, you know, someone like Aubameyang or Lacazette that exactly. that that would have made a huge difference but what do you have to say you know about Arsenal you know they had 65% possession and you know 22 shots out of which only four were on target and i don't think any of those were proper clear cut chances yeah they didn't have a clear cut chance on goal i know that's why i guess you know having that main man like Aubameyang or Lacazette makes a difference that's true yeah cuz these two are very capable players and i think I think this game would have been different if either one was present at least. Yeah. A good start for Brentford though, having their first ever game in the Premier League with this being their first ever season in top flight football after 74 years and boy must they have liked the first game week's result. Yeah, I'm so happy for Brentford winning their opening game. Things are looking bright for them and uh, I really want to see Ivan Tony on the score sheet. You know <laughs> uh scoring so many goals in championship i really had expectations for him yeah he was the star man in the championship getting them promoted and also scoring in the playoff final exactly. so yeah it would have been nice to see him score i really want to see him perform in, on the premier league stage yeah i mean they they really could be underdogs this season for sure for sure yeah because we we saw leeds last season they were they were proper underdogs and they had a great finish for a first season after a long time I think it's safe to say Brentford's going to surprise a lot of fans. Yeah, I do think they'll stay up this season. Me too. What about Mikel Arteta though? Another bad result. Another poor performance from their team, you know. All I could see throughout the game was Emil Smith-Rowe 
trying to be the next Jack Grealish, you know, socks down, dribbling past everyone and Kieran Tierney, you know, I, f- I feel like he had no other tactics, just crossing the ball whenever he got it and there was no one in the box. Yeah, I really don't know who to point a finger at for Arsenal's poor performance. I don't know if, if, if Mikel Arteta has to be blamed or if, if the players are to be blamed or just the lack of their main players. I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to say because towards the end of last season they had a they had a spark, you know. They, yeah, yeah, they, they, they went they, unbeaten they, for the last five game weeks. Yeah, right? they they picked up their form and you know it was it was surprising to see because their preseason was poor right. and now now the start to the Premier League could have couldn't have been worse to be honest. I really expected Arsenal to you know have a good showing after uh, last season's poor performance. I thought like this was their comeback year and where they you know step step up to the. Played and you know perform well, but like it doesn't look. It looks like it's going to be another bad season for Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, I hope at least for their sake that the return of Aubameyang and Lacazette can make a difference because their next two fixtures aren't good. They play Chelsea and Manchester City. Yeah, so <laughs> it looks like Arsenal's going to start off with three losses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can spring a surprise against Chelsea. <laughs> they could, they could, and I really feel the return of Aubameyang and Lacazette could make a really big difference. Let's hope Arsenal can recover from the string of this B and move on. Speaking of Chelsea, we move on to the next three big teams and their fixtures. Manchester United, who beat Leeds 5-1. And it was a great game, to be honest. As a United fan, it, it was it was action-packed. It's Luke Ayling's goal, though. Yeah, brilliant goal. Oh, right? what a goal. Yeah, but I mean... It doesn't matter how great goals you score when you're on the losing team, I guess. That's true, that's true. And, and you know, Manchester United have exposed Leeds for the second time, you know, at home. The previous fixture at Old Trafford, 6-2, now 5-1. I mean, uh, United at Old Trafford is always a hard game. And uh, I think Leeds didn't have enough tactics to, like, uh, pull off a win or a draw, at least. And United looked really good. Like, I mean, Bruno Fernandes with the hat-trick on the opening week. Is something every United fan wants to see. Yeah, I agree. And, and uh, the fans coming back surely would have helped. Yeah, I think the fans in the stadium is a very big uh, factor in these games because I think uh, I think only two away teams won. Yeah, yeah. So that's I think, true. That's I true. think fans in the stadium is a very big factor to like uh, take in while considering these games. And uh, Paul Pogba, four assists. Yeah. yeah, what a performance. I mean. To be honest, I was I was pretty critical of him when he missed the one-on-one. Exactly, easy goal. Yeah, this, should ease, this, this game should have been six-one easy. Yeah, I mean he, he's doing all this step over and all. When I thought he right. could have just finished it very easily. Right. But I mean he made up for it big time. United looks scary while counter-attacking. Yeah. They really did, and uh, and Leeds on the other hand looked very confused. I mean even with, I think having more position than United, they didn't just they didn't look threatening even with the ball. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, 10 shots and uh, what about Rafinha though? I mean, he had a terrible game. Yeah, he had a very bad game. I think he couldn't find his legs and like he made that one critical error where he, you know, messed up the back pass where uh, United could have got one easily. And apart from that, there was also an easy chance where he got to score and he just put it past the goalpost. Yeah, safe to say he had a game to forget. Yeah, for sure. I hope he does and hope he comes back strong. Moving on, we move on to Chelsea, who beat Crystal Palace 3-0 at home. What do you have to say for that game? Yeah, as a Chelsea fan, there's nothing better to see than Chelsea winning on the opening game week. And uh, I think it's safe to say, 
Alonso scored the goal of the week. <laughs> you really think kick. so? I mean, uh, Fernandez with the third goal for his I mean, hat trick. I think free kick goals are just more. That's true. I, I do think Trevor Chaloba's goal was. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude, what a debut <laughs> that like, young lad had in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, and his celebration says it all, you know. I mean, the ground. I think like I think this is this is the perfect transition, you know. Is it's the right time for them to start easing out Aspilicueta and bring in Chaloba? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think Aspilicueta can play 90 minutes anymore. Like, yeah, his legs are giving out. I don't know. I mean, as a captain, as a leader, he's always there. But like, he is aging, and we have to rotate the squad. And yeah, yeah, and and he played in the Euros as well. So, exactly, exactly. You yeah. know, I think this is the perfect time for Chaloba to get some minutes in and prove his worth. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, you know, with Chaloba performing like this, we don't need another centre back to be. Uh, Bought into the squad, I think you know uh, he can really step up and you know take up that John Terry role in the in the team. I guess. Do you think that's going to stop them though? I mean, would would they still buy maybe Conde as a backup or is Chaloba going to be the backup until he proves himself and gets more minutes? Yeah, so I really can't say, and it kind of looks like they will sign Conde, but like uh, I honestly feel they shouldn't. I think these uh, academy players really need, you know, some time to, you know, prove themselves, and I think they're worth it. Yeah. You know, and like I think Chelsea seen uh, uh, a huge amount of youngsters leave the squad over this uh, over the last transfer window, and all of them are academy players who didn't get a chance to play. That's true. Chelsea are notorious for loaning exactly, out players exactly. and, and then losing. Feel, yeah. <laughs> and I feel Trevor Chaloba is one of the one of the guys who can make it. Yeah, he looked really good. Even in the Super Cup, of, uh, Super Cup final, he played, and he looked really good. Absolutely, yeah, he did. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do think he should stay, and you know, he should be given more chances. Exactly. What about Crystal Palace, though? Patrick Vieira's first game, poor in possession, and they got well beaten. Yeah. So um, I don't know if this is first game jitters for Patrick Vieira, or he just doesn't have the tactics. But uh, as you all know, he's a legend and he's a really good player. I really hope he, you know, pulls this one back. And I really want to see, I really want to see Crystal Palace do well. Yeah, I think I think it was a difficult first game for him, you know, as a new manager. Yeah. And I think he can be forgiven for that because no one wants to play one of the top six as yeah, a, exactly. as, yeah. as a bottom bottom half team sure. on the first game week and away as well. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I, th- I do think I do think he'll pull it back because they had a good preseason. They 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 dominated teams, you know. They beat Watford quite comfortably in one of the friendlies. So I do think there is there is some scope for them to improve. But yeah, I mean Chelsea were completely dominant. It was it was a good game for them. I think it was a routine win for Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like routine. I mean, it was a clean game. They made they had really good they had really good passage of plays and you know. Uh, Next week, Lukaku is coming in potentially. Tough fixture, though. Tough fixture. Is you think it he'll though? start? Is it a tough fixture, though? <laughs> I mean, last time. <laughs> last time was a misplay by Jorginho, right? <laughs> yeah. It was just a one off game where Chelsea dropped a game. Yeah, I mean, do you think Arsenal are like. They turn up against the big teams because of their defensive tactics? You know, United haven't beaten them last season. Chelsea lost at home during a crucial period in their top four race. Previous season, they beat City and Chelsea to win the FA Cup. Is, is it something like that? You it, know? it could be, but like uh, after watching the first game against Brentford, I, I think I think Chelsea have to breeze past Arsenal this game. Hmm. And also, I think uh, return of Lacazette and 
Abmayan could be uh, talked about if they're fit to play. I don't know yet. I don't know the team news yet, but uh, I think they could make a difference. But I still think Chelsea take three points away from this game. Yep, fair assessment, I say. <laughs> Moving on, we move on to Liverpool, who beat Norwich three nil away from home. Yeah, this was this was uh, one of the two away wins this uh, game week, and I think uh, everybody would have predicted Liverpool winning. Yep, and uh, after the return <laughs> of uh, Van Dijk, they, they they didn't look like they were going to concede a goal. Also, yeah, I mean Norwich, to be fair, are are a little toothless in my opinion. Their striker Timu Buki is he's old. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, who would have ever doubted Mohamed Salah, who scores. On the opening game week for the fifth consecutive season, wow! I mean, talk about a one-season wonder, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel bad for Norwich. You know, just getting promoted and you have to play against one of the big six clubs. I think anybody would like uh, not be on the top of the game. I guess that's true. I mean, starting off with exactly, yeah, it, 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 it's not a good sign for anyone. But <laughs> exactly. Have to brush this off and look for the next game for Norwich, I guess. I mean, I mean, and especially when I've captained Mo Salah, you know, he's got to perform. <laughs> <laughs> Setting up two goals and scoring one on his own, I mean, it was complete domination from Liverpool. Um, what do you think about Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool this season, though? I think they could be potential title winners. Yeah, they're going to give the top clubs a run for their money yeah with the performance they put up i mean it's it, they're very capable yeah you can never write a full fit liverpool squad out yeah and uh, what about shimikas i mean a debut and uh, he's being the replacement for robertson who's out for a month yeah he had a really good game right yeah and he's great value in fpl you know speaking of fpl uh, <laughs> mo salah my captain what about you Yeah, I mean, I captain most of all this game. Yeah, it was either him or Fernandez, <laughs> and I think uh, the people who picked Fernandez got a better deal. Better deal uh, how do you how do you get the worst deal by you know picking Mo Salah against Norwich? I don't understand. Exactly, Mo Salah <laughs> against Norwich is always a pain in the score. <laughs> But if you guys want to see how we perform and compete against us, you can join the Hard Ground Homies Fantasy Premier League. The link to the Hard Ground Homies Fantasy Premier League will be on all our social media handles. At the rate the HG homies, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah, so Roberto Firmino on the score sheet. Do you think it's a comeback for him? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Firmino with fans, you know, as they say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he's had he's had two poor seasons now, scoring less than ten goals on both seasons. Right. But he's he's very capable, you know. Most of the times he acts as a false nine, and you know that's previously allowed Sadio Mane and Mo Salah to get in on the goals. But that's true. But yeah, I feel like I do feel like he could contribute more with the goals, and there's potential this season for him to do so. And I think he has to step up for Liverpool to uh, you know mount a title race. Yeah. I think they I think they need Firmino, and like they need they need everyone around their best. Yeah, I mean it's a good start for him. Would give him some confidence right. to score on day one, and yeah, maybe maybe he will end up having a good season if Liverpool do mount a title challenge. Let's hope he has a good season, and let's hope Liverpool has a good season too. Yep. Now that that's over, we talk about Leicester City, who played Wolves and won on their opening day fixture. Yeah, so I think most of us expected Leicester to win, and most of us have Leicester as a top six contender. So, like, I think it's a routine win against Wolves. Yeah, and Wolves with a change of manager after Nuno Espirito Santo left. Exactly. Um, it's probably going to be a transition season for them to, you know, find their footing and get some tactics right. Yeah, for sure. So, like, uh, Wolves have to rebuild. 
rebuild themselves and you know uh, find the rhythm that yeah. they had a couple of seasons back and uh, i have to say it it feels nice watching jamie wardy on the score sheet <laughs> his celebration was something worth watching huh? yeah for sure but uh, i mean leicester weren't convincing you know wolves had a chance late on to equalize and, and you know we wouldn't be talking this way about leicester if they had drawn or lost the game that's true i mean i think it could be uh, starting problems to the season because you know leicester just uh, somehow find the momentum and keep it going through towards the end of the season somehow you know uh finishing around the top four spots but yeah but, but i think the result wasn't surprising i'd say because you know uh most of us had leicester to win yeah uh, do you think if leicester want to challenge for the top four it, should wardy be the striker throughout the season or do you think you know he should play more of the the easier fixtures and try to give ehenacho the the front line yeah so i think uh, it's a it's a mixture of both where you know uh, both them work together yeah and i think uh, ilianacho looks really good and i think uh, i think lesser is going through a transition where they you know slowly uh, move wadi out of the main and uh, make ilianacho the main man yeah i agree with you i mean over the course of this season i feel like you'll see more of that transition happening yeah and you know wadi is getting old and exactly. it's, it's it's only a matter of time before he stops play not stops but like the the ability to perform at that level reduces that's true he's yeah. at the twilight of his career and like yeah um, a surprise fixture result uh, watford versus aston villa watford winning 3-2 i mean did you expect that yeah i think nobody expected this i think uh, everybody would have wanted or wanted uh, aston villa to come out on top especially after how they performed last season yeah um, uh, early signs that jack grealish's departure is is showing yeah so it could be i mean losing to a team that just got promoted to the premier league is kind of demotivating yeah it's it's not a great start to the season yeah exactly so it, it'll be nice to see how aston villa pick up after this game yeah and that too i think uh, they were losing 3-1 and then this and then dannings got a penalty and just scored another so basically yeah i think yeah. it was too late for it, it to make late, a difference yeah, yeah. Uh, what about everton though they had a strong start to the season yeah everton just breezed past southampton and southampton didn't look like at the top of the game i mean what what is it with southampton though they 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 very i don't know their their form fluctuates according to yeah, me yeah like, very unpredictable right yeah, you good, you see them bad. you see them lose 9-0 to leicester city and then towards the end of the season you see them come with such great form exactly to stay in the premier league and then towards the start of the 2021 season you know at one point they were challenging for the top 4 spots and again you know they just drop off lose 9-0 to man united yeah southampton can't point a finger at southampton can't put a finger at southampton i don't know but uh, this is uh, rafa benitez's first game as the manager of everton so what do you think about that yeah <laughs> sleeper agent <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no uh, i think i think it was a good start for him he's got a he's got a pretty good squad with him to yeah. work with and everton's owner is pretty liberal i mean right. he he is willing to make some good signings yeah everton really want to push for those european spots Sports. yeah i agree and you know dominic calvert-lewin is also they, it doesn't seem like any right. other club is going for him and he's staying at everton he's a good striker so a very good thing for everton true he performed really well last season also yeah and yeah. if he can stay fit oh, they can definitely push for the european spots yeah and i think uh, rafa's the man to give them that to take them to the top 6 hmm 
Then we talk about West Ham, who were very close to the European spots last season, even top four. So they start. I think they were two points off top four, right? Yeah. Two so th- they start their season with one of the two away victories at Newcastle. That was quite the game, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, West Ham looked really good. Yeah, I mean, they they started off going down within five minutes, but you know they pulled it back very well. Yeah, uh, despite uh, you know being one nil da- one nil down, uh, West Ham showing uh, their way superior by coming back on top, and uh, I think uh, Antonio missing a penalty didn't put them off, and. Uh, in fact, he assisted and scored a goal after that, which is very good. Yeah, and I mean, Antonio, if he can stay fit, because he's had some really mad issues with that's true injuries, and you know, he's he's one of their key players for sure. For sure, he is, and I think uh, Lingard played a very crucial role last last season in uh, West Ham's uh, good run of form. And uh, do you think West Ham will go and sign him on a permanent? I think they should because you know. He is on his last year on his contract at Man United, and yeah, it might seem like they're asking a lot, you know, twenty or twenty-five million. But I feel like it's worth it if they really want to push the season because last season he was in hot form. Like he drove them. It yeah. was he was like their key player. Exactly, he was, and I, and I really feel that they should uh, go for Jesse Lingard, and especially seeing that uh, he doesn't have a place in United. I think Yeah, I agree. I think I, it makes sense for all parties yeah. if you go so West Ham. I don't think he's gonna get a lot of game time at United. And exactly. You know, it's possible that even Van der Beek is above him at this point in the starting <laughs> in the pecking order. So yeah. I think for his career it's a wise decision to leave. Yeah, for sure. But then again I think it's a lot of emotion involved because he was uh, he was the Academy player and he was there in United since seven years old. So let's see what happens. I mean look at Jack Grealish, he's been an Aston Villa fan his whole life, but he chose to further his personal career, so... That's yeah. true, that's true, but... Yeah, yeah, let's see what happens. Moving on to the biggest game of the weekend. Oh yeah, the Super Sunday fixture. Yeah. So, the last year's champions versus a resurgent Nuno's Tottenham. Yeah, I mean, what a surprise result. What a surprise. I think everyone's eyes were open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, the, the, it started off with a surprise, you know, Harry Kane not being available for the yeah, game. Of, yeah, I, I was quite surprised. Yeah. I really thought, you know, uh, it was an easy win for uh, Manchester City. But Tottenham Yeah, they, they were very lacklustre, you know. I, it's easy to say Tottenham defended well, they were disciplined and then hit them on the counter-attack. Lucas Moura was amazing. The way he broke through City on yeah, the counter-attack. Sure. Yeah, I, I feel like there were chances where, you know, the game really could have been more than 1-0 to Tottenham. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And um, I think, you know, uh, Nuno has the right uh, match of the players he wants on the pitch. Like, uh, you know, all these unused players in Tottenham like <laughs> Bergwijn and Tanganga. No. Yeah, Jaffet Tanganga, what a yeah, performance. Exactly. What a I performance. mean, he kept two players quiet, like Jack Grealish and Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Not a good debut for Jack Grealish in the blue of City. Yeah, I mean, he he did he did make a few moves, you know, drove the attack well, but yeah, I feel like Raheem Sterling was a little toothless. Yeah, and I also I'm, I also wonder why he didn't start De Bruyne. Yeah. And body more later. I don't know what Pep's thinking. I don't Maybe know. fitness issues. Could be, I uh-huh. guess. What about what about the star man Harry Kane though? Yeah, so Kane is a talking point. Apparently, uh, City has made uh, a bid for him. A bid for him, and but do you think it's just down to like him not being fit enough? 
because you know he came late from the euro yeah yeah definitely that's why he missed the game but i'm just thinking you know uh, do you think uh, city losing to tottenham would change kane's mind and let make him stay in tottenham itself i Or mean it if anything it's going to convince pep guardiola more that they need a striker definitely, definitely. yeah but uh, i i can't talk about what harry kane would think looking at this performance because you know Tottenham have done pretty decently against the top 6 in previous seasons as well but it's over the course of the season where the squad depth has really let them down you know true, especially true. in the fixtures against the smaller teams that's true and it, it remains to be seen because look other english players are still playing you know you see right. luke shaw harry maguire jaden sancho at least on the bench right So it's it's really surprising to see Harry Kane not even on the bench. Yeah, no, I I mean uh, I don't think it was fitness issue. I think he came back from vacation late. Oh yeah, something like that. I don't think it was real fitness issues that uh, put Kane off the bench. I huh. think it was, I think it was just a break that he needed or something. Yeah, I'm not sure though. But Makes sense. Yeah, I mean we'll find out next week what yeah, really sure, <laughs> the sure. case is. But yeah, so Suns on the score sheet. Oh, what a goal! What that a was. goal! What oh. a goal! Oh. Brilliant! Ah, <laughs> you see, Ruben Diaz falling over backwards. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> um, but I mean, Nathan Ake, really disappointing performance. Very disappointing, as especially you know, being a Chelsea academy graduate, <laughs> I expected more of him. Yeah, I mean, they really missed John Stones. It looks like. Yeah, for sure. Um, Would you say they missed a striker more or someone like John Stones more? See, so I think they created a few chances where I think you know they just missed the finishing touch where a striker would be beneficial. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, especially in the first fifteen twenty minutes, exactly, you know, exactly. I think Mares had a chance where he slipped. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, Tottenham's counter attack made City's defense look weak. Yeah, it was excellent. Like. Yeah. The way they transitioned, they just had the speedsters with yeah. their afterburners I mean, on. Lucas Moura was in form. Yeah, oh, what a great start! Do you think, do you think Tottenham was? Uh, is do you think Tottenham can contend for top four? I mean, if they play this way, they're very capable. Because I mean, I think they can give the top four a run for their money, but I don't see them finishing top four. True. I mean, they might come close. Yeah. And yeah. end up fifth. Yeah. But like, because we I, we saw Hugman's on show that you know whether Kane's there or not, he's ready to take up the attack. That's true. And yeah, you know Brian Hill might add to that. That's true. I, I was really excited to watch him play, but unfortunately, you have to wait a little longer. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, maybe in the next fixture, you know, against Wolves, that will be a return for yeah. Nuno. Nuno. <laughs> I just wanted to point out that you know squad depth matters a lot to finish top four, and I think Tottenham are lacking in squad depth. Yeah, I mean, it it all depends on you know whether they invest the money that they get if they sold Kane. Kane, yeah, so. Because you know, I remember when they sold Gareth Bale as well. They bought a whole host of players, and that mounted to nothing. Right, right. So it it depends on whether they do the right business. Yeah. For the only reason that I I see that they don't have enough squad depth, like as compared to Chelsea, United, and City, that's the only reason I don't see them finishing top four. But like, if they could invest right and you know get in like these good players, I think they can. Yeah, that's a very valid point. I mean. They're going to be playing Europa Conference League, and yeah. I honestly think they should be putting out their reserve squads for that and focus more on the Premier League. Yeah, because let's be honest, I don't think anyone rates the Europa Conference League. I think it's too soon to you know rate it. Yeah. So let's just see. I mean, I think Conference League is a really good uh, opportunity for so weaker clubs, you know, to have the European experience. That's true. Some exposure. Exposure, to them exactly. Yeah, you make a good point. Yeah. So. 
but i don't see tottenham as a weak club so <laughs> that's also I, true i think i think tottenham have to straight up win it yeah i mean <laughs> they're punching way below their weight yeah. in the europa conference exactly, league exactly exactly let's talk about uh, some indian football you know bengaluru fc and atk mohan bagan in the afc cup uh bengaluru fc they did start off their campaign against atk mohan bagan coincidentally in the group stages where they lost by two goals uh, what do you think yeah the result is massively disappointing especially yeah. being uh, as as bengaluru fans <laughs> and bfc fans it's massively disappointing i think uh, the goals were unfortunate and the result is against us but yeah you know they started off really well yeah. and you know they had they had good possession and you know they were playing some really good passing and fu- fluid football and they even had a good chance but yeah i think after the first goal i think uh, ad came on baga and just carried the momentum forward and yeah the they settled into the game and yeah. they really they took over uh, which was sad to see right. um, i think the first goal was a bizarre header <laughs> yeah. and the <laughs> second goal was just poor defending on bangalore's part It was a good finish but yeah I think it could have uh, easily been yeah. defended could have been blocked or intercepted I guess Yeah um do you think they can still pull it back though because I think in Bangalore FC and ATK Mohan Bagan's group only the only the first position team goes through to the knockout stages Yeah so wanting Bangalore to go through is hoping ATK Mohan Bagan lose Yeah so I uh, It looks difficult for Bangalore but I really hope they go yeah. through. I mean Mohan Bagan don't really look like they're going to lose. Exactly. They're they're, they're a really strong team. Right. But yeah, I do hope something <laughs> works out for Bangalore <laughs> FC. Some luck somewhere hopefully. Yeah. Um I would like for them to go through, you know, straight to the semi-finals Definitely. but realistically do you think they can though or do you think they can win the AFC Cup? Realistically I don't think they can win the AFC Cup. Yeah. It looks to hard. be honest, yeah, I think uh, some of the other teams are also you know hard ones to beat especially nasaf they right. they've they've gone straight to the semi finals yeah they won three games and just went to the semi finals yeah it's going to be hard it's going to be very hard but like i really want to see bengaluru succeed yeah i mean if if not bengaluru at least mohan bagan if they yeah, can win yeah indian representation right yeah if if they if they go through you know at least to the final and you know put up a good fight it would be nice to see yeah for sure as indian fans we love to see that yep <laughs> Let's now take a look at next week's fixtures in the Premier League. So, um some of the big fixtures, let's start off with those uh, Arsenal versus Chelsea, yeah, I think. I think this is the biggest, biggest fixture, fixture of next week. Arsenal playing at home. Um do you think they can pull off a result? Do you think do you think a draw is a good result for them? Yeah, a draw would be a really good result for Arsenal, but I think Chelsea's going to breeze through. The next fixture, West Ham versus Leicester City. Yeah, this is a very interesting game. I yeah, guess. I think this is going to be a very this tight game. This is going to be a very tight game, and I I kind of expect this to be a draw for some reason. Hmm. I'm actually backing West Ham to win because That's Leicester it. had some moments in the first game hmm. where they were, you know, they were shaky, and West Ham West Ham were clinical. So I think they really can, especially since they're playing at home. Yeah, let's see, let's see. Um, Wolves versus Tottenham. A yeah, return for, a return for Nuno. Nuno. <laughs> um, I think. Tottenham looked really good and you know as he spoke Wolves have to still find their feet after the loss of Nuno. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. I think Tottenham's going to win this one too. Yep. And then uh, Leeds United versus Everton. Uh, yeah. Leeds after a proper thrashing on the opening game week. I really hope Leeds pull up their socks and show up. Yeah, but Everton are also in good form with a good start. Yeah, Rafa's Everton's a force <laughs> to deal with so it's going to be a good game let's see. Yep. And with that we conclude another episode of the Hard Ground Homies podcast. 
Thank you for listening and follow us every week on Spotify or your usual podcast provider app. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the HG Homies. Don't forget to join our FPL league, the Hard Ground Homies Fantasy Premier League. The link will be on our social media. I'm Ravi and I'm Pranit. Signing out.